drink has like whiskey, um, ginger liqueur, pear liqueur, and something else that I can't remember right now. But I put in the drink. Damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel All that fancy shit. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, I need to step my drinking game up. Because uh, I'm having water. I know. Yeah, I'm I having, mean, I, I barely I had too much coffee time. already. You're just having that high quality H2O. Yeah. Yeah, I got, uh, I got the alkaline water. I'm connoisseuring the water. The alkaline water. That al oh my god, you're going to be so alkaline. Yes, sir. You know what? He, he is so afraid of being based, he's alkaline. Just like, just like a the alkaline trio? Is that the best part? Alkaline the trio, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, mercy me. What a bunch of bumps. Fuck you, alright? <laughs> don't come after my genre of music. And I won't come after your hip hops. Oh, you can come for my hip hops. Boys, of, boys, boys, come wherever you want. Whoa. Boys, boys, boys. Speaking of coming, welcome back to the new to the episode of Space Eye Collector Podcast. Oh no. That's seriously hot. Oh my You know what? That's gonna be it's not the worst thing we started right. with. Yeah. It's not the yeah, it's definitely not the worst. It is definitely not the worst. I was yeah. just remember to don't come where you're not wanted. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, very important. Um if you're listening to this episode, this week we're only, only going to have one episode posted on our podcast feed. But next week we'll be back to having two episodes. And I'm going to let y'all know Black History Month ain't technically over because I have thoughts on that Martin Luther King, Coretta Scott King statue in shut fucking up, Boston. Shut up, shut up. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I showed that to Oz the other day. Man, I just finished watching Leslie Jones roast it and oh, I... Agree a thousand percent with her. Right? Right? It's hard to view it any other way, honestly. Like, I understand people might call you dirty, but it's like, honestly, look at it. Yeah. Like, it is very difficult to tell what they were actually going for. But the reason why we're dragging, yeah. this, we're dragging the intro out because, oh, if you haven't watched episode five of The Last of Us or played the game. You have got to go immediately because... Yeah. We're not holding you any spoilers back, and we're gonna have our feelings. Are currently this. watching us try to survive. Uh, we have yet to endure. This is oh, your please shut up. Oh. <laughs> this is officially your spoiler warning if you haven't seen episode five. <laughs> yeah, go watch that. Dry your tears, and then come back and listen to this. Yes. Yes. Wait, why are you why are you here? If we need to give you a spoiler warning, you yeah. should know for the previous like. Five episodes we recorded. I think know. don't I th sass the listener, Ray. I think we have to sass the listener. Get the fuck out. Press stop and get the fuck out. Go There's watch. only like twenty of them. Be nice. <laughs> Fifty nine. We like you. We love you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I digress. We ended. We started the episode where the episode ended, and. We actually, no, we technically didn't start the episode where we ended. We actually got a little back history on Henry and Sam at the start By of the like episode. like 11 days. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like, I like that we, we, we got the, 
the context of like how ruthless Kathleen has been and like a little bit more of the backstory like what the fuck is happening in oh Kansas yeah the story yeah. set up between four and five has just been phenomenal yeah it's been great because yeah four was absolutely the setup for five and then it, we had the masterful payoff because mm-hmm. it's the kind of ones where you're like oh oh that that's why they highlighted the the burning corpses and the, the smoldering corpses yeah. in in episode four okay yeah. uh-huh yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We also cool. we also got to see that the QZ fell much sooner than we most of us anticipated. Yeah, yeah, or much more recently, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we find out that the QZ was taken down ten days before Joe and Ellie entered the city. So if they were there ten days before, they might have like gotten the free pass and just drive by, but. Yeah. And I love how they do like a good job again of, I mean, the the whole show does a great job, obviously, of like depicting the separation of humanity and how segmented everybody is. But especially when you view something like the, you know, Fedra in Boston versus the Fedra in Kansas City. Like, obviously, Fedra in Boston. Ain't that great either, but hell of a lot better. Where there was a major coup. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. How like the how things ended up in different quarantine zones. How like the law, how Fedra like you know enacted themselves. Like they each of them like split off in their own division. It's not like they're yeah. all in constant contact with each other. It's just like when you're like in a big company, right? They all yeah. have their own subcultures and interact differently with people so yeah and i mean i don't like i feel like maybe even like fedra doesn't really keep in contact with each other like i feel like they have like they each sort of have like their own territories at this point yeah like I mean, take a look at our real government as much as they would like to be a united front how many fucking memos are there a day that people ignore and be like yeah i don't fucking know what the department of agriculture is doing i don't care yeah. Like, that's, that's like, what's our, like, FEMA? Like, FEMA. Just imagine FEMA going out, you know, helping people, and then, like, the world goes to shit, and they all have separate divisions of FEMA, right? They just, okay, like, not we only we that. We didn't okay. expect this to go on for, like, a long time, right? We but if it's, like, because this was, like, 2003, but so just imagine, like, 2005-era FEMA and their response to, um... Katrina? Katrina. Katrina. Like if that's what's in chart, like yeah, yeah, no wonder. No, no, so no. They're, so they're left there without any plans, no backup, no long-term commitment on plans. So they just left left their their own device devices, not having to answer to anyone but themselves. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like the, the like the it's already like the prison industrial complex that we have. Yeah, yeah, because it's like they might have like. Because, you know, I think, what did he say, like, in the first episode, you know, like, one of their centers was just for pills and bullets. So, like, they might have, like, a quote-unquote headquarters that, like, sends out memos, but they're not going to be traversing the country to be like, are you enforcing our guidelines? Because... There's no OSHA. That's stupid. And that and they're not wasting fuel on their helicopters just jumping city to city. 
Yeah, well, not only that, but like that's the thing, because yeah, they don't want to have to yeah waste precious precious fuel that's already dead, or traverse a wasteland of fungus people. Right. It's, it's like the, it's like asking the police. To Ooh, police the speaking police, of you know? fungus people, yeah. since I have never seen the game, okay. um, that was the first time I got a look at any other zombies, other or sorry. Cordyceps. Infected. 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 Yeah. Other than the clickers and the, the like, regular ones. Mm -hmm. And I remember the second I saw the sinkhole show up, I, like, half-jokingly, like, <laughs> just a little bit, was, like, there's gonna be, there's gonna be even worse infected that burrowed even uh, further underground, aren't they? Um. And then they came crawling out so freaky, and I was like, yep, cool. This is very cool. I yeah. I, I clapped and jumped for joy. I was like, I, oh, was, I, I thought I, it was dope. I thought it was awesome. And then I know we're jumping. They the death that uh, uh, Jeffrey Pierce got. I was like, that's one of the kill animations in the game. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. I yeah. called it. I was like, yeah, no, you, it's the same kill animation when Joel gets fucking ripped. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do the up close though because that up close animation is just that would have been horrifying. too much for tv oh, yeah that would have been too much for tv actually that would be that would be crossing into walking dead territory because they did that shit to uh what's his name from um everybody hates chris yeah yeah he got torn apart yeah he i was like okay i was like that pissed me off sorry um go right yeah go ahead Ray. no i don't have anything to say right now okay <clears throat> we'll, we'll try not to talk over each other because I know that's one of the things we like to do when we're excited. But, Moving back onto the uh, to the lineacy or lineacy. But let's pull back to the start of the episode because we jumped to the to the, 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 the I feel like the best part. We're we're we still got way more to talk about. Yeah, um, I enjoyed this interpretation of Henry and Sam. Because I feel yeah. like it, it gives it gives more weight, and also definitely gave more weight to what Joel said in episode five when it was making the way to the city about surviving, like knowing you you have a family member out there to you know to survive. That sentence there lingered on through this episode mm -hmm. for me because I was like, I knew it was what's coming, but it's still that was what re was repeating. In my head, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I thought it was going to drag out Henry and Sam just a little bit. But, no. We got the, the video game moment. It's, it's, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. So, we, we start the episode out following Henry and Sam and starting to, like, actually see their interactions together. Like you mentioned, like, this version of Henry and Sam are different than the game, but different in, honestly, I think a better way. Because one of the main things, obviously, is they made uh, Sam deaf and younger. So they really wanted to stress how much he relied on Henry and have that relationship really hit as hard as possible. And I think they achieved that extremely well because there was like, there was a lot of little nuance that I, I didn't catch on the first viewing because I went to go watch it at a, at a um, friend's house for like a viewing party, which is great. It was a great experience to watch it with. But you lose a lot of the nuance when it's like a lot of people in the room. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what do you mean by that? Hmm? <clears throat> what do you mean by that? You lose a lot of nuance. 
Well, like, by not being able to see all the details, and especially when people are having their theorizing, and there's people like shuffling on the couch next to you, and like, yeah, like mm-hmm. the side conversations make it kind of hard to sometimes focus fully on like what's being said or how it's being said. It's much easier to be distracted versus like the uh, against like the character performances and like the actual physical work. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And I was able to pick up a lot more on the second viewing with Oz than I was on the first one, and it's crazy how much is is emoted just by literal body language in this one because of like obviously like elephant in the room like a lot of the people during the episode had to speak asl which was awesome like it's really good representation and on top of that like it was very interesting to see how that kind of thing would interplay in what's going on with the characters but it made it that much more important to really kind of like see how these characters sit in the scene with each other and it was just such a treat to watch in that yeah especially just how um you know henry made sure to always include sam so like even when he's talking about his plan and he's like and then we're gonna go where and he points to sam and sam like writes the tunnels and i'm like Mm -hmm. this so fucking adorable yeah he's he's making sure that he is literally not only part of the conversation but like aware of what's going on so that way you know he's informed yeah because that is his form of communication and, and i to swear think, to god oh sorry go ahead if you think that like american sign language is not like widely used to this day yeah. not a lot of people use it other than the mostly deaf people and the people that are very close to deaf people mm-hmm. and the fact is that they're brothers and they're the only ones that can communicate with each other so they basically have their own secret language and are the only means of communicating with each other so the only person that sam can communicate is henry and like a cool fact that i learned from this is just like how there's like um where we have slang for like um for um black people like black people Mm -hmm. have their slang um it's just like that in the deaf community too where Mm -hmm. um there's black air so so that's something interesting that i learned while watching this episode Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah, and there's actually also different accents to hand movements depending on where in the country you go. Like, even with standardized, like, ASL, that would be, like, quote-unquote, the, like, traditional English way of speaking. There's still, like, a southern drawl to hand movements and, like, different accents regionally. That's, that's awesome. so. That's so interesting. Like it's a it's a it's a really it's one of those things that's just I don't know not hot highlighted enough I guess in in popular culture now and I think it's a shame because it's it's a wonderful look and perspective at any like any I don't want to say situation but like set of instances. I just yeah. liked how they treated Sam as a person instead of like. Um, a deaf person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He wasn't like relegated to just being the deaf person, sitting there not doing anything or inactive. I just he just yeah. happens to be deaf, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, part of his character is um, it's not the main focus. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not the yeah. main focus. He just happens to be deaf, and so the characters or the actors not work around it, but work with it. You know, yeah, so, exactly. I loved seeing the little behind the scenes spot where um, Ellie's actress was like 
Oh, yeah. Well, um, Kayvon and his mom were willing to teach, like, anybody who wanted to learn. So by the end, almost, like, almost everybody on the crew was signing at least a little bit to be able to communicate. Yes! That's so cute. It, Good. My, I'm so happy for them. And so I, I was watching random you guys YouTube put in videos. The effort. <laughs> I was watching random YouTube videos. And it's funny that, like, his mom was an actress. And so... um I guess, like, her, his mom was an actress, and she's been, like, looking for jobs, and she's not able to find jobs, because it's not a lot of jobs for people that are deaf out there. And so, it's kind of great that how happy she is to see her son get this opportunity, and this is his first acting role. It's know? actually, it was- I didn't know that. Because, like, uh, I can't remember if it was, like, the after show, or if it was the podcast, but, like, Craig Maysalt was, like, you know, we did our normal casting call thing and we couldn't find the right person. He's like, so then I just sort of said, fuck it, and put a post on Twitter. Um, oh my goodness. And so, yeah, I, uh, his mom had responded to that. And yeah, it's all because all she saw a Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I got my current job at Facebook mm. posts. And I'm just like, please get is it Kevon? Kevon? Tavon. Kevon. And then uh, Lamar, I think, was the one that played Henry? Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to say, yeah. I just, I want them to be in so many more things. They did like, amazing. Everything. So, <clears throat> we get that backstory, like, uh, established with those two characters, and then we kind of join them catching up with the main story from a different perspective, like the entire crash from the fourth fourth episode. Which was awesome to see. Right? Like Mm -hmm. from a completely different angle and then see how they reacted to it. Their first interactions, like with Joel (laughs) being, everything is great. (laughs) Oh, fucking loved it. And Alex, you're such an asshole. Oh. But like the mirroring, the very much like Joel is in this. It really do be like that. It'd be like, yeah. can you pretend to be more normal for like five seconds to make the social interaction easier? And he's like, I am smiling. And it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but just how they always like mirror each other because basically they are like a mirror of each other. Like mm-hmm. Henry and Sam, basically Joel and Ellie. Joel and Ellie are basically like. <laughs> Henry and Sam, and so yeah. even just to see like the lineup that it's Henry putting the gun on Ellie and Sam putting the gun on Joel, yeah, was still even like a mirror. I was like, oh, so many just little things. You're like, great, great shot, great setup, beautiful. Yep. It's like down, down even to the cinematography, just the way they frame things. I'm loving the visual language that they're putting in. Yes. Like it's just every every other shot is either trans like transferring you to the next scene or providing more context on what you're about to watch or what was just said. Yeah. And so, ooh, Oz would love to know as a non I won't say non gamer, but like someone who hasn't played this game series, what did you think of the tunnels theme section? I guess. Oh, so like when they were like down in the tunnels and finding mm-hmm. that like little daycare. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, uh, obviously I didn't know until after when I was talking to Christian about it that there were like references to the video game and stuff. 
Um, but I already thought that was really cool because I'm like, just further highlighting like different groups of humans mm-hmm. that have survived in their different ways, and like the small glimpses of like the rules on the board, and like obviously trying to make this uh, a place for children, and wondering like what age those kids are, and were they born during all of this happening already, or like what happened to them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think I, I may be wrong when Joel said uh, what could have happened. If I remember, I, like I said, I could be wrong. I, I think it was like a note you can find hidden in that area that explained what happened and where the people could have gone, like those who died. If I remember, if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I someone this. someone left so, the door open. There we go. Yeah. So so what happens is that someone left the door open ish takes um the woman i think he was seeing it was kind of like a third and like her kids and hid inside the um the houses that you come out of into the um from the tunnels into the neighborhood yeah so you don't know what happens to them after that you know so it's all left up in the air but um were you so during the podcast right they'd like to say that like the story of the um the story of the TV show enriches the video game, right? And this time the video game, you know, enriches the story of the um, of the TV show because of the drawing with Ish, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, I'm, like was, it was like kind of like a moment. It's like, if you know, you know. Yeah, I was so excited when I saw that drawing. Like, There's a good couple of those that even I like him because I can tell that there's something more there. But it doesn't feel like because I don't know the references, it doesn't feel like bad, you know? Like some yeah. things that are very obviously a lot of references, it feels like, well, I feel like a schmuck because I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but this one feels more fluid in that, like, it's just like a little wink that, like, you can notice and you can, like, probe more and know more information about, but it's not, like, gonna ruin your enjoyment of it. Yeah. You know? Mm. It's not, like, so over and obvious. Yeah, because, yeah. like, all you saw was, like, a cute picture a kid drew while we saw, like, a whole different exactly. thing that was going on. Yeah. Exactly, because the, like, the little note thing worked in both ways. Be like, for people who have no idea what the game is, be like, oh, we know at least that there were, like, children here, and it says, like, our protectors, so that we know that there were, like, some sort of adults taking care of them and guarding them with like a weapon obviously and that's we're given that little glimpse in just like that drawing yeah like just so much of like i don't want to say like history but like so much information they can give in just like a little thing that like they give you just enough of a breadcrumb to be like oh my god let like i want to know more like I wish that they did like you know in the beginning of the season where they did like those little segments where they showed what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish they did that for Ish. You know, showed them living <gasps> down there. You're like, oh. how, how is this connected to the story? You come back later with Henry, Sam, and Ellie and Joel discovering the picture that Ish saw the kid draw, and like yeah. come full circle. You know, mm-hmm. and so I wish they did that, but I understood why they didn't do that because I rather set up that 11 days with Henry and Sam so we can see what their relationship was like and how it was related to the doctor and their relationship with him. So, yep. 
it's completely understandable why they went that route. And the yeah. game, we got to see how ruthless Kathleen um, became. Oh, yeah. I just love the descent. How fucking just psychotic she is, but she sounds like a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, she says it with just the most, like, nicest Very Midwestern patronizing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which makes them more evil, just like Which Do y'all remember is, that? Yes. Such like way more terrifying. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if Umbridge was actively trying to murder you. Yeah. No, like the moment. I'll continue. Sorry. Oh no. Go ahead. The moment in the in the team, on this episode was like when they was overlooking Kansas City and Joel was like, um. Something about the gun or something like that, and um, Henry's like, the closest thing um, I got violent was with you with the unloaded gun, and mm-hmm. then later he confesses like I lied, you know. And also, my theory was correct that Henry was the cause of the death of Kathleen's brother. That's right, yeah. you called that. Yeah. Um. So, I and like how he admitted that, and just like how how much pain was in his voice, and just like. How that whole scene played out, he's like, okay, what if you knew that someone, like, is, like, forgiving, the kindest person, never want to hurt anyone, it, like, always tells the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. what if you knew someone, you would follow them anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Well, Mm -hmm. I killed that person. And they set this guy up to be, like, this uh, martyr, just like Jesus, you know, that you have, like, religious themes going on. But, like, they had him view, like, this... um, as this symbol, like Jesus was, like someone to look up to, to guide people, to look up to, like is infallible, and he got that person killed. Yeah. And the thing is, though, so, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. No, continue. No, continue. I was gonna say, the way how Perry was talking about the guy that um, Henry got killed, he had no remorse when he told Kathleen what he what he what he thought of him. Like it was, I thought, like I, like he, he it was like she accepted it. Like it was on him, and this is my. This is like I get to have my life now, and this is how I'm going to run things, not him. Like not. I, I, did, I did. Yeah. I, I probably I viewed read it as. I probably read it I differently because I because I agree with you and Benny. She went in with the calm, but it's that calm evil that you know. There's no coming back from. There's no talking down that type of person. Yeah, I didn't I, read. I want them dead. That's it. I didn't read that as him talking down about him per se i would read that as him trying to reassure her that yeah they got her back and that she yeah. got shit done like as much as they love him he didn't do what you did okay. you know so keep on going you know i think he was yeah because she was in that box right she was in her home because she wasn't she wasn't um confident in her decisions or what she was doing she was wavering right mm-hmm. and perry's like oh i just came back from your mom um, she knows that you're here, you know, because she, her mom knows that she was feeling pretty crappy or something like that, or feeling down. And so, like, this is the place she goes when she's feeling down and not confident. And she explains that story that her and her brother had when she was young, like, when she was scared of the thunderstorms. And that was the place where she felt most secure. Nothing can hurt her, nothing, no worries, all her doubts went away, and so she was there. Um, so, I definitely think that like they loved her brother, they respected him, but they also respect her, respect her and love her in a different way. She's the person that they need, you know, yeah. the evil, the necessary evil. 
because I love the fact that, like, again, Henry didn't actually kill um, Michael. Was that his name? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was Michael. Yeah. Um, but, like, he still feels that sense because, obviously, he knew, like, as soon as, like, he gave him up, like, he would die. So while he didn't actually pull the trigger, you know, he still has that, like... Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also did absolutely love that scene between Perry and Kathleen because it sort of shows the two types of ways we know throughout history that we have fought against oppressive rulers. We try a peaceful way, a nonviolent way, and that usually tends to go nowhere unless pocketbooks are being um, hit in, in that way. Mm-hmm. But violence is the one that tends to get shit done. And so I think they were also setting up, obviously, that, like, between Michael and Kathleen, they would have been, like, a powerhouse of, like, the rebels. So, like, Kathleen may have not thought she was violent in any way, shape, or form until maybe Michael died. And then that's when she could have got activated or whatever. Like, we don't really know the full backstory there but she the fact that she was yeah was like like the, the muscle and he used to yeah. her back <laughs> i mean I, I think i personally think that um she did wasn't involved in whatsoever you know um that michael led she was just doing her thing chilling and then when once he died she stepped up yeah because she was like yeah. you done fucked up now which i think is again without going into any spoilers whatsoever a beautiful like wink and a nod <laughs> to season two like i tell me i think love makes you do like the craziest things and just like and benny said like like she i think I feel wink, like wink and a nod to <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i think it makes you out act outside your character right you know mm-hmm. some, you see someone that you love get hurt or you could do anything to prevent that, you would act as such a character and do things that not necessarily align with your values or morals. And I, we, yeah. we see that we see that plain ass day with Kathleen. You know, you, she she seems sweet, she seems nice, but she's hardened because of that death that she experienced for her brother. Yeah. A really good example of that exact thing is obviously Sam. Like Henry and Sam. Mm-hmm. Like that's the mm-hmm. whole point of like the things that you will do for love how much of yourself and your morals are you willing to give up to save somebody that you love and i think that's why it like skipping to the end you know when he has to kill sam and that's why immediately he's just like every like when you're giving up tiny little pieces of your soul for like morally and for decades for years months however long it's been Mm mm-hmm um and every single time you're doing it you're like it's okay because it's for this person everything is for this person it's all gonna be okay because i'm doing the sacrifice for this individual yeah and then that individual it dies anyways oof Mm -hmm. and that's of course it feels like it's all for nothing yeah 
you know. And I think that's what I love, like, especially, you know, with, like, the game series, but also this adaptation, is because they always pose such, like, wonderful moral questions that we, in our current, like, not perfect society, but definitely better than Apocalypse fungus society yeah. Yeah. a more um, we, life <laughs> yeah we have this hindsight of being like yes this is wrong obviously mm-hmm. but like they pose these wonderful things because then they're like no because even these moral questions don't really come down to what's good what's right what's wrong but like what is at stake for somebody I love mm-hmm. and how quickly we throw morals out the window for love because going at it on a gamer's perspective like playing in 2007 and getting to that point and stop playing 2013 (laughs) sorry getting to that point in the game i stopped because i was not at that mindset because as an older sibling with three younger siblings i was like no i can't because i know that mindset like i know since the game is the show 2003, I was in that situation, I would not be around. I'll be the Henry in that situation. But now with my mindset now, seeing... I know, it was like, how can you... I, I know people are like, why are you putting yourself in the show? I'm thinking, like, can I survive? Like, it gets to a point where you're watching the show, like, can you really survive? And we're like, Okay, Whoa. genuine question. Mm-hmm. If this shit happened like it did in the show, do you really think you would not have been infected in that first wave? Oh, I would be. Because I know, I remember it was like 2003. What happened? I was in the wheelchair in 2003. I was not mobile. I was in a wheelchair, barely out of the hospital. Oh my god, you would have been the grandma. <laughs> yeah. Let's be, let's be real. Most of us would be infected. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah, I was like... With oh. the stuff being the flower. Yeah. It's like... I'd be like, oh, I would have been seven, so it would have been up to my parents. So no. <laughs> Wait, you don't. I would have okay, been so you, 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 on deployment somewhere. So maybe, so maybe I would have would have made it. Yeah, you you'd be the so survivor. Y'all eat any, so y'all wouldn't eat anything with flour in it. But I also I probably, probably would have eaten flour. Yeah, at that yeah. point, absolutely. I remember. Yeah, so you, so you were in like a so very highly infected. densely populated city. I remember in the hospital they would, they would not yeah they would not let me touch any toast, pancakes, or anything for my recovery. But it's still the fact is like I was in a wheelchair, so I'm not gonna be able to run anywhere. I'm gonna get fucked. <laughs> and we saw how like how people was like self-preservation when we see that we saw like the forming of what what became what happened in the show earlier i was like oh yeah there was no self there was like self-preservation there was not thinking like oh let's help other people well mine is um joel's daughter who tried but that's because they're kids yeah yeah and then that's and, that gets you killed and then speaking of kids trying to help I, when ellie tried to use her blood go back oh that hurt me because i haven't seen the video game so i was really like i am 99.9 percent sure that this is not gonna work but there's still the sliver of hope in my heart yep 
I was like, I'm yeah. like, please <laughs> let something, some miracle by video game logic work. Yes, this is gonna work. And I'm like, sweet. I won't question it. I won't question it because I love this little boy. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I was like, yep, okay, I was right. Okay, let's rewind it a bit. We jumped around <laughs> way too yeah. much. Okay. So we're so we just came out the tunnels, right? Yeah. Joel, yes. Um, Ellie, Sam, and um, what's his name? Henry. They all just got in the tunnel, and you know Henry was talking his shit. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah. My plan worked. Shut the fuck up, Joel. Let me talk my shit. And then as soon, yep. as, soon as they started, as soon as we started feel comfortable, you know, yeah. the sniper started shooting at them. Oh. Just like just like that's in the game, you know, yep. up in the game, they he had homies to attack you. And so, Which, Joel, oh, uh, by the way, Oz has such amazing danger sense. <laughs> During that, I told that fool to shut the out. fuck up. They, I was like, <laughs> "You are in the town right outside. You think she don't have?" I literally verbatim said, "You think she don't have guards in the town right outside? You're stupid. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up." And then there yeah. was a sniper yeah. going on, and I was like, "That's one of her dudes. That's one of her and dudes." Then, and then it was that old man, and she, and I was like, "Suspicious." And then well, the turned out to be the old man. Oh. So like I thought, affected was gonna jump out of you out of the place, you know, that since mm -hmm. he was making so much sound. But like the thing that got me was like when it was hiding down from the sniper shot. He's like, "You gonna kill us?" And he had like this sweet moment where Ellie's like, "Do you trust me?" Oh, mm, do you yeah. trust? And she was like, "Okay." And he went. Yeah. And saw this old man. That this is why he was missing. He was an old ass man. Yep. That had nothing to live for. That was missing, and like, like, of course, of course, Kathleen didn't think like Keenan was gonna make it that far, right? You know, but also, like, I love how you could just see how tired that man was. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. he was like, I'm He's done. Like, I do not care whether I live or die, and I've killed so many fucking people. I don't want to live in this world anymore. And it's and, like, no, Joel, don't make Joel and, do it. <laughs> and Joel was like, please don't make me do ah, it. His please, so people, bro. Mm -hmm. His second please, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that is a tired old soldier, bro. And the fact that Joel has killed dozens of people. And the mm -hmm. fact that this old man he did not want to kill was like, please don't. I did not want to like, kill an old man. Yeah, it's like with this I one little girl like with... starting to like melt the ice around his fucking heart. Yeah. Because that, it... this is the first time he's allowed himself to fucking care because I think he was so mad at the fucking world after his daughter, you know, that he's like, who cares the shit that I do to fucking survive? Yeah. Like, this yeah. world is unfair. What do I give a shit? Because, you know. And then he's finally starting to be like, oh, fuck, I might be, like, an example to somebody. Right? And I might like, have, like, morals and feelings again. Going oh, back shit. to when he can easily toss a child's body into a burn pit. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, In the first man, episode the to, like, begging an old man not to have him kill him. Like, well, I think part of that came from the earlier scene where he was talking to Henry. Because, mm -hmm. like, not to go too far back, but there was that moment where literally Henry... Uh, where Henry, like, gives him that moment of, like, so what do you think? Do you think I did a bad thing? And you can almost see Joel try to, like, tell him, no, you did what you had to. But in a way, like, almost just, like, I think Joel was self-projecting and very, very, like, uh, ajarred when he yeah. noticed that Henry was, like, so strongly and so, like, vehemently, mm -hmm. like, no, I did a bad thing. I'm a bad guy. 
And yeah. that's why Joel didn't share any of the fact that he's done shit that's worse. Yeah. Right. It's like because that Joel's rationalization this whole time has been like, I'm not a bad guy because I did what I had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And that's, again, like, what the show and what the game series sort of, you know, brings up, makes you confront, like, are bad people really bad <laughs> in an apocalypse? Like, yeah, they fucking sure can be, but, like... Yeah. If you have to do what you have to do to survive, like... Yeah, be like, what extremes will you be pushed to Mm -hmm. that will make you break and behave in ways that you never thought you would? Yeah. Yeah. We're just exploring that in a bunch of different mirror fracks, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, for Kathleen, it's the death of her brother. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, continue, no. That just, for Kathleen, it's the death of her brother. For Henry, it was Sam. For Joel, at the beginning, it was his daughter. You know, just, like, the different things that grief and trauma will distort you to do and behave like. Right. I think that the game itself tries to teach us, not teach us, but, like, the story it tries to weave and tell us is that there's no such thing as good and bad. Mm. You know, there's just people... Yeah, uh, I, I think there's people with conflicting goals, people with conflicting morals, people with, you know, intersecting paths. You know, it it just makes it just it just shades gray. Yeah, it makes you really think, kind of, about how you would react in those situations. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to be like too spoiler. I'm trying to think of like examples I can use. Um, you know, would you would you be like the Fedra so- in Kansas City that's just like raping and pillaging because there's no one around to really stop them and make them do that? Or would you be, you know, like uh Firefly I think a better Firefly. Better- would you be would you be just a Joel who's like, look, I'm just doing what I can to survive? Like oh, it's sort of or would you be a collaborator? I was yeah. about to say, how many people do we know would, like, honest to God, be collaborators? Because they're like, it's not, I'm, it's not that big a deal. I'm just, you know, I just needed some, yo, what was the shit they were saying? Apples? I was like, bro, kill me. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd, I think I'd just be the person just trying to keep his head down to survive. Yeah. Like, if I survive the initial wave, I'm I'm gonna be the person that yeah is like keeping my head down and trying to like find my own pl- like honestly I might be semi a bill. I'm I'm like I'm like halfway between a Joel and a Bill probably because I want to go find a spot and just fucking stay there till I die. Nah, it looks like things will be great in Boston though compared to Kansas City. You know. Look- yeah, like such a better system. There was think, you know, a yeah. lot of guards on drugs and a lot of murders happening. Yeah. But, like, like when you can there. still look at that and be like, well, at oh, least it wasn't Kansas City. Kansas City. Like, but, but, yeah, like, that's like, here's this shit pile, right now. but here's a shinier shit pile. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, would and... you like the shit or the shit a la carte? Yeah. So Joel snipes. So okay. So when Joel kills the old man, <laughs> you can hear Kathleen on the voice on the radio, like, "Yo, just keep them there. We own our way." And Joel yeah. tries his best. He scream out to them, "Run!" Yeah. Oh, that broke my heart. 
be like, he was willing to just be like, go take Ellie. I'm gonna trust you to take care of her, and I'll fucking die here, bro. Like, oh, mm-hmm. kill me. Yeah, he like screams at Ren, and you see like this giant ass bulldozing truck that has like this um, I don't know what you call it, this plow in the front of it. That's yeah, this whole plow thing. That shit dead ass spooky. Dude. Oh, like the just abject fear of seeing this giant truck with the word run like oh yeah and then ellie tripping oh Mm -hmm. my god i felt like Mm -hmm. i shit my pants a little bit when that happened that's why you don't try to run and shoot just 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 run remember when you run you you angle to the side like yep yeah you gotta go diagonal man yeah Yeah. don't 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 bust a like don't Prometheus I mean, that shit. That's actually so funny because I was yelling at Joel for not zigzagging when uh, he was trying yeah. to get to the sniper's position. Oh my god, right? Also, I love, okay, because, like, literally in the game, that scene, like, you could be killed from the sniper if you're not careful. Also, there's, mm-hmm. like, fucking six other guys hunting you yeah. at the same time, so it's, like, tense upon tense upon tense. Yeah. Oh, and then having to take control of the sniper rifle while, like, the kids are running forward and you're, ugh, ugh. So, who was holding their breath while Joe was shooting the sniper rifle? And, like, Ooh, I was. And the gun jam. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was like, this. I was so upset at that gun jam because that made no sense. That's a bullet rifle. There should was be no fucking reason. Gripping my pillow and, like, just fully leaned forward, like, fucking come on, come on, fucking get the fuck, come on. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely okay. up. I, I can tell this is the difference between y'all watched the day of and me coming at it three days later. Because I'm watching it, I'm watching this episode directly after watching uh, Batman the Animated Series. I watched Batman the Animated Series and went right into watching this episode of Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there, on like, I'm like still hype. So looking at the episode, I'm like, man, they, Joe's doing the same thing I did in the goddamn game. I'm missing the goddamn person who's driving. <laughs> shoot! It's a fucking hard shot. I know. I'm just yelling, shoot! <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole the whole time I'm picturing that that like soundbite from Jurassic Park. Chuta. Yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. God, no. You got a bad aim, motherfucker. Damn. And then like just fucking crashes into the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Explodes. Yeah. And we're all like, okay, we're gonna forget about that thing. It's fine. And who was upset? Who was upset to? About like them not taking the opportunity to completely run away when the explosion happened. Did you I, was. The car? I was. I was. I was so like, mad. I was oh. staring at it for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck are you standing there? For? That's when the, the the brother came out of me. What the fuck are you standing there for? I was like, why the fuck are you not moving? Why the fuck are you yeah. not moving? Like the smoke and like, all that explosion, like covering your like y'all should be running right now instead of just hey, sitting there. But legit. I texted my sister. And I was like, "You, this is how you know a white man wrote this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they allowed all of those people to get out of their cars and stuff like that to have the position on them. If it was, oh, that was like, so oh, if it was a true black man. That Henry and Sam would have been out that goddamn neighborhood. Wasn't it also funny, like looking, like Kathleen looking in, under the cars and looking directly at them and being like, "No, okay." <gasps> Right? Like, just, oh, her still having her same, like, 
even keel thing and i think that's also one of like the big reasons why is like you could tell people have probably like underestimated her in her life and then especially like probably after her brother died then she would just do a casual like fucking murk and then they would be like oh shit yeah it's the unhinged ones that you don't see the switch happen and they just live in the fucking vengeance where yeah. it's like, oh, you are unhinged, absolutely, because it's not even like a, it's not even a thing that's like driving you insane. It already has, and you have you. It's like you're a functional, insane person. Like, like, yeah. like a functioning alcoholic, functional alcoholic, but it's like, a... Bel- yes. Believe it or not, I've I've seen. I'll, you know what? I'll save it out. I'll I'll tell you after the episode. I'm not, this is something I'm not gonna. Because it's, and then it's such a fascinating thing to me too, because like you can tell that like Perry and a lot of the other people that follow her, like do genuinely respect her, Mm -hmm. but they also haven't quite figured out that way to be like, no, we do want to do what you want, but we also, we, you know, we have to figure out supply lines. We have to figure out food. We have to figure out this fucking collapsing floor in this building, babe. Like, like, Perry was all up in that Catholicy being like, I guess, fine. mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I think I made a joke about him drinking her booty juice or something. Oh, I'm sorry. If you are drinking booty juice in the apocalypse, (laughs) <laughs> that I shit is musty. I said so. <laughs> so after, so the truck explodes. <laughs> so the truck explodes, and out comes the infected. Yeah, oh, and that exploded bloater thing. Fucking beautiful. I like, finally get to see that the how ruthless, how merciless the infected are, and how fast, yes. and how brutal it is once they get the hands of someone yeah it's a wave it's 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 a unstoppable force yeah. because it's like you know because until then we've only seen the infected like after they've already like mostly gotten away we see like the big waves or we see them when they're like starting to come awake these ones yeah. were just out of the gate nah bitch i am coming for your throat like they were so because, fucking fast like, feral it was awesome. Yeah. I was like even being in... scared, so it was very cool. Oh, God. It was so it was so wonderful. But, you know, it's like... Because, yeah, even in, like, the first episode, you had just the confusion and the mixture of, like, regular people screaming and freaking out and then yeah. n- newly infected people screaming and freaking out. Like, so it was just confusion and horror. And then, yeah. you know, you just get the two clickers in the, yeah. in the second episode, which were honestly terrifying in itself and it's just a good reminiscent of the video game because you know in the video game you'd come across a level where it's like oh there's just two clickers here and then there'd be ones where you're like oh there's fucking 10 like yeah oh my god the fucking ptsd walking very slowly in the goddamn subway with all the clickers and you just bump into one oh my god i hate that i fucking hated that but just, and then seeing them all just come out and, like, everybody realizing that they were fucked. Like, I just, just want to say, <sighs> say that, like, my theory was correct. That explosion happened that caused them from, to come from underground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn it, give me my money. 
God. Yeah, and I, 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 I think we're going to probably say the same thing. Go, Vinny. That bloater was just the most disgustingly beautiful creature I have oh, right. ever and seen. Practical effects, my beloved. I can't believe how good they did with the practical. Yeah. They t- I think they said they got Weta to help them on that Eight one. Minutes. That makes a lot of sense. And, and the that, guy that they had act, he's like six foot six and jacked as bomb. fuck, which it. makes sense because that fucking suit was like ninety pounds. I heard. I yeah, think I heard they said. Yeah. Like, it's just, fucking it, hell. It looked let's amazing. Give, Sorry, let's, go let's, it. Desmond was absolutely correct about that. Like death scene. Of um Barry, with like the just like from straight from the game, that's what. Oh, like, cor- beautiful! Just, like, pulls his pulls his head off through his mouth. I still, I yeah, still remember the like close up shot that you get the angle and stuff. From oh the- my god! And then one of your eyes sort of popping at like what? I, I feel so. I felt so scared because I felt helpless. Mm-hmm. For him, like just imagine this big hunky meat. No matter how many bullets you put into it. Just oh, I know. Just I just down. absolutely okay. love the difference between the presentation of the bloater in the show and the game. Because, you know, in the show, it's like this, like, fucking behemoth just crawling out of the pits of hell. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. in the game, he's bursting out of a closet like he's on fucking <laughs> Hello, Dolly. Yeah, <laughs> like very cool. Literally music, looks like. like he is coming out of a closet into a musical, right. being Oof. like, "Hello, everyone." And, Hello, they, and they, I think Joe had uh, Bill helping him out to take out that bloater. Yeah, that was that in the high school. Yeah, that it was, was in the high, high school. school. Yeah, but it's just it's it's fucking hysterical the differences. Yeah, but, I mean, still when the bloater first came out, I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" <laughs> Because, you know, it's disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just, again, the presentation. One where you're just like, hmm, Hellspawn. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The presentation of it in the second game, I think, was much more accurate or in, akin to Way better. the one that's in the TV show. Because it was like, it, it was just, I don't know. It felt like a boss yeah. fight. Surprise, motherfucker. In the game. Because, you like, think... I, I don't know if you remember the first encounter with a bloater in the second game. But like it was just like a boss fight with it, like how to. It was like a cutscene, like a yeah, a, a cutscene that triggered because you want you're not supposed to kill it, right? Yeah. And this um, and this is a testament to how badass Joel is and how he like fucking chopped that thing down. Yeah, and, and then loves Ellie. Oh. Um, there was I can't remember what it was called. I'm trying. I forget what it's called, but it's like the one where it's like the step above a bloater in the second game. Like it's still not the Rat King. It was one of they were called something different, but like they had like the acid shit, like the acid stuff. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't a bloater. Well, I just can't remember what it was called. Yeah. But also, like, what What I was gonna say. uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Other, uh, I was gonna say the other one. Do you think, like, do you think we're gonna get stalkers in season two? Oh, we, I think we already had a stalker. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was, I was, I was like the one, the kid, the one that kissed. No, 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 that kid was a clicker. That kid was a clicker. No, the kid. yeah, he wasn't a stalker. Yeah, 
the one that kissed um and that Taurus character, Tess, I think that was a stalker. Hmm. Because it I felt like it looked, he looked like he was halfway in between the clicker and I gotta a, I gotta, um, I gotta Google search. Yeah. Like. Okay, but because, anyway, like, hey, those fucking peekaboo bastards. What's up? I'm looking it up to see what because I forgot how they look. Oh no, go for it. Oh, what's up, Christian? Um, I was I was just gonna say that like um, oh my god, I had my point. Damn it, I had my point and I just lost it. Oh shit, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're okay, good. but okay, I'm gonna jump in real quick because I'm so sorry because I legit had this thought when I was playing the second Last of Us game because you know obviously in video games it's very easy to just come up with like one certain body type, copy and paste it. And those are your, you know, carbon copy villains. Yeah. But I was like, how much more terrifying would it be if there was a kid clicker? Like, oh, why are there no kid clickers? Yeah. And then in this goddamn show, they're like, oh, you want to, how about this? Here's a kid in Blue's Clues pajamas. How about that? And then you're like, you fucking <laughs> assholes. And that kid actually, got the best, most satisfying kill of the show so far. That's what I was going to say. Uh, was, I was, was gonna girl say. was backflipping in that backseat. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say was um, the callback when um, I felt that that kill was a callback when Kathleen was like, fuck these kids. Like, they're the circle yeah. of life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was a very cathartic moment because I was like... So... So... um, So what Benina was saying earlier about Stalkers being in Season 2, I think they're going to be in this season, probably. Because it was in the first game, so I don't see why they wouldn't put it in the first um, TV show, uh, first season. I don't remember them being in the first game. Yeah, they were. There were. They just didn't have like a big um, moment in the first game. Like they didn't have a huge moment, but they were there. Um, there was a moment where Joel had to um, fight them too. So, mm-hmm. oh. so um, they're more they're more prevalent in the second game probably because they're much more intelligent in how they stalk you, and so you probably took note of that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that in the section that you was in too was very scary when they attacked you. Um, oh my god, yeah, when you're Ellie and you have to crawl through but, what whatever. So with that back with Desmond said like Desmond said, yeah, it came full circles. He was like saying that like Henry, kids die. It doesn't matter. Everyone dies. And it just came full circle when that <laughs> child clicker came up behind and just ripped her apart. Oh my god. In like the most brutal way. Oh, and like ripping her apart by her face, dude. And just see, like Perry sacrificed for nothing. Yeah, you know he told her to run, like run, don't f- forget about this. Just get behind me and run. And, and she, she decided to go out for She threw that away to just get for revenge and just mm-hmm. what happened to her. Yeah, but not only her, the entire town, Kansas City, is now fucked. Yeah. Yeah, like pretty much the entire, like, pretty much the entire rebellion is like, dead. Yeah, um, at least all of the structure, and it's gonna be real hard to come back from that. Yeah, and then now we have all of the clickers and other infected that were locked down in the tunnels have now escaped and are on the surface. And there are no more walls protecting 
Kansas City. Yeah, like and people back at the encampments are not gonna see it, most of those people come back. It is for real gonna be kill a city, like yeah. rip to everybody in Kansas City. I'm so sorry, you guys. You guys got a fucking bum deal in the apocalypse. Oof. <clears throat> like so, we cut. We, so we cut to the motel where Henry and company is just chilling, <sighs> relaxing, just talking about like whatever. While Ellie chilling out, Max. <laughs> while Ellie and Sam, while Ellie and Sam are bonding over the comic book. And Joel is inviting them to go to Wyoming. And we can see the bombs forming. We can see <sighs> what could have been. You know, there are two, turn into a four. In that last conversation <sighs> between Ellie and Sam. How did that go? It was childish, but it was hopeful. And it was sad. Yeah. And I didn't notice it until the second time. But, like... The like Sam was shaking when he wrote that message about having been bit and handing it over to Ellie. And he it, he didn't seem like he he cared that much. Like when um Henry when Henry came in, it was like okay, the bedside, and um Ellie was like okay, just read more of this, even though he's gone now, mm-hmm. he's gone now, so we can read more. And Sam seemed disinterested in it, just yeah. like he was in the um video game when he was disinterested in the toy that Ellie gave him. Yeah, he's kind of dejected, and like he asked the same question. Yeah, he uh, that he asked in the video game. Do you think that that there's still so like like that there's still that the people are still in there with their monsters? Yeah, which is just heartbreaking because it's because yeah, because it's it's. It's such a, like, not even a childish question. Like, because it's... something that adults don't want to think about so much that they wouldn't ask. Yes. Like, adults will just shove that shit down and pretend it does not exist while a child would be like, hey. And (laughs) and we know that Ellie knows the answer to that because she had that question herself. If y'all remember in... Yeah. It was the third episode. Yeah. Under the the gas station. Exactly. When she was looking at that um, that stuck infected, it was like, okay, is there a person in there? Would they fill this? Is anything in there? Is anyone home? And come to find out, there's no one's there. Nothing. It's just an infection. Oh. And so, and for that fact, it was like, that's why she like shrugged it off like with a joke, you know. Well, and um, that's the thing that's because it's scary because like she hated realizing that, you know? Yeah. Because in the games, like, if the infection's early enough, you can hear people screaming, I'm sorry. Oof. Yeah. And so then it just makes you think, like, okay. So when Ellie, like, because again, like, the just connotations of Sam being deaf. And so with the infected using primarily hearing, like... Mm-hmm. Him not moving, doing anything because he can't. Yeah, I think, I think he probably, maybe he can hear. Um, yeah, uh, well, no, because he didn't react until 
she touched him. Yeah, like it. it yeah, it's like, like when shaking. he lost when he I lost his humanity. It's like the fungal just wanted to be in the light and yeah. move towards that one spot in the window. And yeah. because he just naturally does not have any connectors or, or neurons or anything that connect to his brain to receive that signal, theoretically that would also be a deaf infected. And it's the only logical reason in my head, at least, as to why he wouldn't have eaten her in her sleep. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's deaf. I like deaf. Um, remember in the uh, in the in the. No, um, he is because they mentioned no, they mentioned that in. Um... He said he was born like that. No, no, I'm talking about like we know that he's deaf, but like I didn't think his infection state he was deaf because if y'all remember in the first um, episode where the old lady was affected and like cured her, not cured, but like the affection controls her, so like she didn't have any debilitating. Yeah, but I feel like that was more because she was old and weak, you know? It was more like the muscles, and it just keeps the shit going. Because she had, like, I think she had, like, a stroke or something. And so that was a brain, sort of... The real gruesome part of that would probably be the fact that, like, yes, her ligaments are still technically connected and mobile. However, the reason she doesn't move is because she's old and there's pain and joint pain and stuff. Yeah. Literally, that that, like, the fungal infection would theoretically just enact your body to move even if you had broken limbs or anything like that which is what we see with the infected like yeah. you, you don't shoot them in the head and they keep coming regardless of what's broken because it's the body just reacting yeah so it was confirmed that he he couldn't hear yeah yeah it was confirmed remember he reacted <laughs> he, remember he reacted as soon as Ellie touched no, oh, like an official capacity or something. But yeah, no, I'm pretty she, sure it's because he was well, dead. What did she? Did she call him his name? Or something? No, she, she touched the bed and made a vibration. And then she, she touched, touched his shoulder. And but she like, touched, yeah, she touched his shoulder. shoulder. But, but would you think the vibration would like get the extension though? Because Absolutely. that's feel. Absolutely. So that wasn't sound, right? She didn't that say wasn't anything. Sound. That was like, and, hey, I'm physically here, and then he reacted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? But she didn't say anything, so there's no way of us to determine that. Like, she did say something. No, she did say something she when she it. first what, what, woke up. Around. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, like what he said, like he didn't say anything, but like that that eerie humming. Did y'all hear that hum that he let out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what was that? It's I like... I don't even think it was supposed to be an eerie hum. I think it's just like before, like um. Every any time that he tries to vocalize, like even before he's infected, like when he gets scared when Ellie cuts her hand, he just sort of makes kind of groaning noises and he hums to himself a little bit. I think it's like a vibration thing. So I think that's like just a holdover of like like essentially a zombie groan, but like because he's deaf and wouldn't Yeah. But also because like they're called clickers and so he could still be trying to start like the echo are location, those the, but because are those the blind ones that are the clickers. No, yeah, he's not a clicker. Well, I know, but like even then, like still, like the, like the norm, like not normal infected, but like the early infected still make sounds. They yeah, do they grunts and they do groans, and that's what then progresses to like the clicker stage. So that's what I'm saying is like he's still uh, doing like the grunts and groans that they do because that's them still getting it set up to eventually do echolocation. Do you, do you feel like that? Uh, do you feel like that was part of that too? I just felt like it was so different from 
What we heard, we haven't gotten time alone well, because, with, like, a, an affected person. Because, like, the one that was, like, tried by Ellie, we, it didn't, like, make, like, make any hums or anything. It was just, like, looking and observing. It, it did well, make it made, noise. It made noises. That's it what drew her. It hit that. Drew her noise, though? It was like a, it was like a, like a classic. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a hum, though. It, so, like, that's no, but like, my okay, so I think but that's what I'm that saying. So this is, I think, like, I think the thing we're forgetting is that humans literally naturally react regardless of whether they have the physical capability to or not. So, like, if you get scared as a child, you go, ah, you scream the same way we're like in the boardroom, even though Sam is deaf, he has no reason to laugh when he laughs. Naturally, he makes a sound regardless of being able to like verbalize it correctly or not. Like, so I think the thing is, like, because it's at a base, like, meat level of just, like, hey, make the vocals work to scare the prey. Like, the body's trying to do that, but because Sam isn't built up in actually vocalizing anything, having been deaf, it's coming out as just random sound or humming. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that's all it is. I think we're reading a little too into it. Yeah, because no matter what, like all of the all of the infected, they make noises, except yeah, for maybe the stalkers. Like the stalkers will make some noises, but they are violent motherfuckers, and I hate them. That's um, yeah. I don't think. But like all of them, all of them make some type of sound because, again, like eventually it comes to like that echolocation thing. But also that might be the way, like. But do they all they do? try and use the communication between each other? How they recognize the, each other? I think the echolocation thing only comes up when they're clickers. Yeah, I I didn't think every infected becomes a clicker. I, I well, if they like don't, if they don't survive people. to far they, enough, but yeah, that's eventually yeah, the oh okay then I'm stage. But I'm not saying it's like. But it's just everyone makes a sound, and so it just could be because the fungus is attaching to the vocal cords to either communicate, but also because eventually that becomes the predominant form of how they see is the echolocation. So it's yeah, sort think, of like whatever. I think part of it is too like in the in the beginning stage of the like first infected, recently infected, you mm -hmm. still like the the infection still has like the capability to use your eyes because yeah. those are very visual zombies they see you they run after you it like it's aided by the sound but mm -hmm. if every zombie then eventually becomes a clicker that means like the mushroom pushes its way out of the skull and thereby makes the eyes useless so it develops the echolocation mm -hmm. no i know i'm just is no I... i'm i maybe my tone is wrong i'm asking Yes. Oh, yes. because, because maybe my okay. I'm asking. I'm not trying to tell. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to yeah, ask. The, the, the fungus pushes out their skull, pushes out their eyes, so they can't see anymore. So they have to use echolocation. That's why clickers are clickers because they use to click for echolocation because they can no longer see. Yeah, but then my point would be like, if they only develop that for the echolocation, then why do they even bother with the screaming and the grunting of the other infected? Because it's just going wild. Like, the, I know we're like overthinking this. Yeah, you were over. and back. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, if you're saying the only point of the echolocation is because it comes out of 
the eyeballs and so they therefore have to use it like it is designed to do that like got you got so like what is the point of them screaming and grunting and hissing or growling i think that's a that's a question to ask uh the creator of the last of us the game (laughs) yep so anyway we get this horrible thing question because there's a million animals in real life that hiss and grunt (laughs) (laughs) they don't all echolocate (laughs) (laughs) there could be some most things in life make noises (laughs) of communication but also we know they have the nice fungal network um that was rootless um, I just, I just want to say one more thing about it. I just think they're making noises, just like in um, the first game, right? Like there was a section with Joel where you could just chill around the affected, and they just be making noises for no damn yeah. reason. I mean, obviously, like, from a game point, like a gameplay standpoint, they have to make the noises so you know that they're there, like, and yeah. to just make it a little bit scarier yeah. for you. Um, but anyway, so poor, sweet. Baby Sam, as soon as Ellie touches his shoulder, growls and lunges at her. Tries to eat her face. Yeah. And, yeah. She immediately yells for Joel. Oh. oh. Immediately yells for Joel. Both him and Henry freak out. And just how, how they play it. Just Henry's split second reactions, and oh. you can so tell that it's just like instinct. And then he's like, "Oh fuck!" And just again, the heartbreak of the first like physically the actual. Over what did I do? Kill that first actual person that Henry kills with his own two hands is his own fucking brother. Oof. And that is pretty heavy. It didn't fucking himself. hurts. Yeah, and he could not live with himself. And then to immediately go and and this is where, like, again, no diss to the game because I love the game, but they did this scene so much better in the show than in the video game. So because you know how Good. Continue, sorry. No. Oh, so you know how you like how we write, right? Just like how we do, like, okay, here's the rough draft, here's the first mm-hmm. draft, here's the final draft, and yeah. like, how things like progressively get better. I think this is like them going back and being like being able to go like, how can we do this better? You know, yeah. Like, I'm just imagining, I'm imagining that scene at, like, the end of Scream where they're stabbing each other, and that's just sort of how the writer's room goes, where they're just like, ooh, does this hurt enough? Oh, no, okay, let's do that. Like, they just keep stabbing each other back and forth to be like, ooh, is this scene gonna cause more pain? Um, but, like, because, like, so in the game, for context, like, obviously, Henry has killed some people, um, we don't get too much of their backstory other than they're from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of looking for the fireflies-ish. Um, but, like, when that scene happens, because, first of all, Sam doesn't tell anyone that he got bit. Except for the audience. <laughs> um, 
and so when it when it happens the same way um and henry does shoot sam but instead of like saying what did i do he's angrily yelling what did you do to joel this is and this he's is me yes he's immediately blaming joel which i understand because obviously from like i thought he was going to in the show i thought that's immediately what he was going to do and i was like don't do this to joel he already feels yeah. so guilty please and i think i feel like it's just it's so much worse when he's when he accepts the blame because yeah. it's like because joel's like i've like i've been there buddy <laughs> like he was, he was literally yeah. telling like don't do it you, you can do you can do this you yes no? like asking for the gut like oh yeah then... was... i remember being a little confused about joel's like tone of voice when he's like give me the gun because i don't know in my brain i was like oh joel's gonna be a bit more authoritative and angry because he's worried for him and ellie and then really mm -hmm. like his softness and his tone of voice made me pay more attention and i was like oh mm -hmm. no this he, no, he recognizes like, that uh, this dude what's about is... to happen yeah. yeah joel recognizes and the that, look in this dude's and eye that, and that no that no no um, yes he's like jesus and like so oh my gosh the desperation and, in, in like henry's voice uh, is just like what did i do what, and what the thing I what I that i think again elevates i think this scene to be better than the video game scene and again no diss to the video game no diss to the actors um that played joel and ellie like no diss to them at all but like in the moment when henry shoots himself in the game you just hear ellie be like oh my god like <laughs> and then in the show she just does that just confused scared shocked scream yeah. that i feel I conveys looking right I, I, yeah, so much more hearing, emotion that's what i was gonna hearing say each other in the eyes. i i appreciate this more than the game version because the game version we see henry just shoot himself outright here like no we're not showing you that we're going to give you ellie's reaction to the shot yeah because i think it definitely shows you it it's I think a perfect example of show don't tell, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, don't mm -hmm. tell us that they're devastated and how much this traumatized Ellie. Show us it play out on her face. How? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it did it the same thing in the game, but like with, I, I just love how they shot it too. Like with like Sam got shot by Henry, Henry, like how it like focuses off of his body, but more mm -hmm. on the blood and how it's spreading. Mm -hmm. And, like how when Henry kills himself, it pulls away, like right when he shoots himself, just yeah. like in it did in the game. Um, yeah. Um, you see Joel's face in the game, um, but you don't see Ellie's face when he kills mm -hmm. himself. But I want to rewind it a little bit back and um, go back to where Ellie and Sam were together in the room alone when Henry showed that he was bitten because he didn't do that in the game. And Ellie, you know, being the person she is, wants to help him and save him oh, so she like, yeah. takes her blood you know thinking that it would help him and yeah cure him and stuff like that and this like gives you a little insight to her psyche right mm -hmm. she thinks that she is special she thinks that she can help people she wants to save people it, so she it giving up. no practical information yeah she thing. genuinely wants her immunity to mean something 
to and not that, just be for herself to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. And that is paramount to her character. Mm-hmm. And I want y'all to remember this. And because yeah. like it plays a huge part later in the show. It plays a huge part later in the second game. And so this it, for them to like take what happens in the second game and build upon the story in the first game with the first season of the show just tells yeah. just I don't know, tells me that they're learning from what they did in the past. So one of my coworkers was like, I don't understand why she put her blood in there. Like, what is she so stupid that she thinks her blood's gonna work? And like, heaven, I like immediately like fucking pounced where I'm like, one, she is a 14 year old girl. Two, our education in the United States currently is fucking garbage. And you think that fucking no, Fedra that- is going to be teaching her what fucking science? Absolutely. But, yeah, be like, do you, a human adult in the 20th century with access to an iPhone every day of your life, know how a vaccine is made? Tell right, me right like, Oh, I got all heated because normally I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. People have your opinions. But then I was like, no, you have activated my nerd rage. Don't be mean to my baby girl. (laughs) She's trying her goddamn best in the apocalypse, all right? I will protect this child with my life. She's just trying to play soccer and read a pun notebook occasionally, all right? And so so this is is an important moment for us to learn about Ellie's character how she can't save anyone but she wants to yes she wants to and so now fast forward a bit after Henry's untimely demise mm-hmm. we're at so the video game it cuts to a different season Blah, we were, yeah I think we're it, in winter yeah yeah I was gonna say it jumps forward like three fucking months yeah but we get to live in that moment with them yeah. and see yeah. what immediately happened. And like, the fact that Joel took the time out to bury them, to put, I was like, like, put a grave for them. It's like, it's, he, like he was the stop. one hanging behind and had yes, Ellie, it's like, such him. It's such a great reverse of the game. Because, like, not to do spoilers for it, but like in the game, Ellie's the one that's like, I want to talk about it. And Joel's like, no, no. But in like that scene, like you can tell Joel's one that like sort of wants to like, like say something, okay? and he doesn't know how to because like again he's just finding his emotions after twenty fucking years. Um, and, and then Ellie's god. just like, "Let's go, okay, come on." And my god, that as a sketch which he wrote, "I'm sorry" on it. Oh, oh my, oh my goodness. god, right? Just. It's not like it wasn't, I was really I'm thinking that happened. it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sorry this happened to you. It was. I'm sorry I couldn't save you. Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. extra thinking about it being like you know in a quote unquote like a normal show. It would be like she like whispers it as his grave or something. It'd be like I'm glad they didn't do that because that's not how she would have communicated with him, which is what you're doing at that moment. Even if it's at a grave, you know you're still trying to communicate with that yeah. person. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's really how she would have said it to him. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, technically, graves really aren't for the dead. They're for the living. So. Yeah. And that was episode five, Endure and Survive. Are we rating it? I want to start with Oz. 10 out of 10. Sorry. I jumped jumped the gun. It's too excited. It's too excited. I 
just was about to say, like, let's start with, or you just went ahead. I just jumped full steam ahead. Yeah. I was like, 10 out of fucking 10. Okay. Like the like the proverbial plow, um, snow pile that almost ran over Ellie. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Um, for the first four, uh, four episodes, uh, what would you give those before giving episode five its rating? Ooh, okay. Um... I have really been pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed the show even from the beginning because I usually am very blech about zombie type shows in general just because I was around for the Walking Dead craze and everything after oh, and God. I'm yeah. sticking over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was so, it was different enough from the get go that I greatly enjoyed it and wanted to keep watching more. And in fact, William keeps teasing me that he said, I don't think you've gone away from one of those episodes without being in tears. <laughs> Which yeah. episode Bear. six can bear. Just wait for um you know what? We'll talk everyone with- keeps saying that. No matter what episode I'm on, everyone says, Oh, just get ready for the next one. And that yeah. scares me. Just uh, that, that's, can I send you a box? You are of just Kleenex? you are all aboard the pain train, and every station is sadness. I'm gonna have yeah, to I feel like to watch the show, I just have to let it go and be like, you just have to be at peace with the fact that you're gonna hurt for a while. Yep, I'll send you, know? you a box of Kleenex. I'll send you a box of Kleenex. <laughs> I'll go to Amazon <laughs> and just send you a box of Kleenex. I just want to say and some Oreos. Forget- I was going to say, forget what those people say. Ignore what they say about the episodes of the show because I learned that it takes away from the impact of the show. So ignore those people. Don't let anyone talk to you about the show. Don't tell them how. Have you met Desmond? (laughs) Oh, shit. I I, I, I love you too, Oz. I love you too. (laughs) I I wouldn't be nearly as mean to you if I didn't like you. (laughs) (laughs) The next episode is... it's Wyoming. Uh, yes, where we see the compound, the beautiful town that they live in. And we see hey, Tommy, we see Maria. I got so excited when they were on horses. We see Tommy. I'm like, oh, yes, I love horses in the apocalypse. You and idiots, why don't you always use horses? I also, love, I guess this is like the slight spoil, but I love that the town is already set up like it was in Second. The Last of Us two. 2. Yeah. 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 Yes, we only see part. So in number one, we only see part of it, right? Because yeah, like when whole... we meet him, it was the hydro plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't never... a town yet. Yeah, or we didn't see the town. Um, yeah, we didn't get the chance to see the town. I think. Yeah, and so yeah, because I like that they're one, they're just sort of, they they're speeding things through like they know what to cut, like because the whole hydro plant thing was really unnecessary. Not unnecessary, but like. A lot, lot of that stuff. The advancement of the plan. Yes, thank it you. It was just it was just for combat too, and yeah. like in number one, and um, so they remade number one recently, and so when at the end of the game, <laughs> at the end of the first game, no spoilers. When you see on Wyoming again, um, you get to see the model from number part two. Mm-hmm. So they updated it, so you can yeah. see everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, episode one, what would you give it out of ten? I'm terrible at rating these. I would say I would give episode one um, an eight. Okay. It felt very uh, action movie, but enjoyable. 
and then it started getting better from there the more more we got into the people of it you know yeah episode two that i remember that's how i sold oz on watching it it's like yes it's a zombie show but it's not even really about the zombies it's about the people yeah yeah there's a playoff of that too um the walking dead right yeah i think the walking dead what it lost what why it lost a lot of people was that it forgot to include the good moments amongst the bad moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just constantly, you know, bad moment, bad moment, bad moment, bad moment, bad moment, bad moment. While yeah. this has the good moments with the bad moments, so you could like feel the juxtaposition of those two. You know how how different they are and like how it amplifies each other. Right? You can't have yeah. one without the other, or you exactly. become numb to both of them. Yeah. Episode two. Ooh, okay, so um, episode two is where we first meet Tess and uh, loved her off the bat. Loved her. Um, and then we like just start to get to know Ellie in the room. So I think I would rate that one probably like 8.59 because I was criticizing the Fireflies a lot. That and was still episode one. That was still episode one. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, I am proud of you for like being able to differentiate between all these episodes because at this point they're are all like one continuous blur. Like they are now all one episode for me. Yeah. yeah. But two two was the because one ended with Joel beating the shit out of the Fedra guy. Yeah, they had oh, left yeah. the QZ. I'm sorry, one ended with that. And two yeah. was yeah, them like going into the like into the uh Boston wire. Yeah. Go through the museum. Okay. Where he lost Tess. Rip. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yes. Okay. Okay. Liquors and losing Tess. And the, the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think episode one, I really would rate it 7.5 or an 8 because I was still very wary of all our characters. Okay. Um, Understandable. And then the second one, I started to actually like, like Tess and Joel and be more interested in their story. Um, so we'll rate that an 8.5. And then from, I think, 3, 4, and 5 are when I really started, like, getting into it. And those Yeah, like 3 was, and was Bill and Frank, obviously, and 4, yeah. Best episode ever. Yes, 3 and 4. I haven't seen. Duh. Jeez. Yeah, do you guys want to know a funny story? Um, so I had, a, like, a lovely Galentine's Day yesterday with my friend. We, like, went to brunch got our fucking nails done we did like a little like random shopping and shit but like we went into this one store and there was literally i shit you not uh, a sticker with a pair of strawberries right next to a sticker that was an orange and i was like if this is not the gay sign that i need to buy yeah these two stickers strawberries i don't know before i give i don't know what is before i give my rating for episode five you can't say you got your nails dead but not shot i mean come on uh oh. I, I need to see the nails, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, before we rate episode five, okay. show only us and not the audience because okay. this is an audio podcast. Hold on. Getting <laughs> light here. <laughs> but yeah, the the Okay, wait, so Oz, you didn't say yet. What did you rate episode three? Mm. Oh, Lovely. I did. I said the rest of them Thank were you. nines and tens. <laughs> like Oh, nine. Wait, I didn't see them. I didn't see them. Oh. 
Very nice. Oh, very nice. It, they're a very pretty shellac, like magenta y. Right? Like, I was like, eh, for Valentine's Day, sure. Your, your hair is so long. It is so long. Ugh. It's fine. I really need to cut my bangs. They're like starting to block my vision now. Okay, we derailed it. Okay. So hard. Sorry. So yeah, sorry. So, so what is your rating after the nail review? <laughs> Desi. Yes. I'm asking you a question. It's your turn. My turn. You literally said, I'll give you my rating for episode five after you show me their nails. Oh, five out of five. <laughs> We have been rating on a to ten scale, but go off, Desi. Oh no, he's been doing that every episode. He's the only one rating been, out of five. Yeah, yeah. I've been ever since we started doing reviews. I'm the only one who's been doing fives. No, it started out everybody was doing it five out of five. That I was like, well, I'm doing ten out of ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. All of them. And then and then it and then it's it then it moved over, and you're the the last holdout yeah. of the fives because Benny's a leader. This <laughs> is just five by five. From one division to now, <laughs> yeah, five. fives. I give it a five out of five. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and the fact that I'm in a new mindset, I can definitely enjoy this story a lot more than I did back in 2013. I'm gonna give it ten cries out of cries. Oh, because so many sobs. Yeah, it's so many tears. Five tears in each eye, you could swear it's coming from the sky. <laughs> wow. And you, Ray? Wow, that's a bar. Wow. Rap Stop rhyming at me, I demand. <laughs> your rap album was coming out, Christian. Wow. Yes. What's the name of your album? MCGM. Somebody lay down M the beat for him, I fucking guess. would be so weird. Just me the snot drip drop from the top. Give it up for CJ. <laughs> From that Any San Andreas. Anyways, <laughs> that's not gonna be my shock jockey name. Okay, I get mine. My score is gonna be five thousand out of ten. Uh, yeah, get up way. Yeah, well, you heard it here first, folks. It's over five hundred times the maximum we broke the scale. Yeah, and I, I just want—I just want to say I challenge Naughty Dog. To do better by black characters, please. Oh dear God, yes, please. Because like be, it would appearance. be literally so cool to see a person no. of color without immediately being like, "Damn, they're gonna die, huh?" Yeah, I want to mm -hmm. think of anybody other than LL Cool J when I think of the only black guy that lives. Lucy, <laughs> yeah, and Halloween H two O. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Two for two. But let's please let's not go far enough. I do not want to see anyone uh like karate kick uh bloater out a window or clicker out a window. All it was it Busta which Rhyme, Halloween movie Busta, was that one? It was Buster Rhymes. Um I think it was Speak for Hel yourself. I would love to see someone karate <laughs> kick a bloater out a window. I think it was Hel I would love to see Ellie karate kick a bloater out a fucking window and be like, I read it in the comic book. <laughs> Oh. And I want y'all to pay attention to all the people of color that the Last of Us introduced Ooh. into yes. the um, into the story mm -hmm. and see like 
all and of see them what die. happens to them. Just follow, yeah. just follow along and see what happens with them. Yeah, it's just all of them yeah. die. <laughs> it's very interesting. They was like, okay, we're gonna do queer stories. These queer people, great, but these people of color, mm. I don't know, I don't know about them. I, I mean, mind. they did very much also bury the gays. That, they literally entombed them. Got it. It, uh, it was they, very much a plot point that the gays did die as well. They tucked them in nice and Just tight. Just because it was a nice death doesn't mean they're not <laughs> fucking dead. I, I, well, we still, yeah. have, we I still didn't want... have some gays. Thank you. We uh, still have some gays. I just love, it's so much like in fucking Bly Manor. Where like Mike Flanagan was like, that was a happy ending. What are you talking exactly. about? It's like, it's it like, was still sad, bro. It was I'm better sorry. than what we usually get, but it's a low, low bar. But still, that that it's subterranean at this point. This fucking bar. They lived. They lived a full life. They lived out there real bad. Thank you, brother. But they, they, okay, they, but I'm just but saying, why not. can't I, for once? Just have the happy old gay couple that's like, yeah, we are still alive in our bunker, living our lives maybe, well together. Maybe, Why is it always in cast tense? Like, like I'll be allowed to be happy if they're no longer a threat. I would maybe have loved to have seen like an accent wall in the bunker where it's like this beautiful wallpaper that like Frank had stolen from Home Depot to just be like, no, your bunker, like, look, these two walls have your guns. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, this beautiful peacock blue color over here would really make it pop. You can really just tie everything together. Yeah. But, but uh, keep, keep watching. <laughs> keep, yeah. Keep yeah. watching. It's not over yeah. for the gays. And with that, yeah. thank you for listening. And remember, in Kansas City, we... Kill a city. We all bloat down here.